OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid Podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start as low as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. ZeldaCast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by the one, the only, my friend, Allison Letha, who celebrated a birthday a couple days ago and may or may not have went out last night in uh, further celebration, so I'm just going to talk really loud. <laughs> It's not that bad. The headache is mostly from being sunburned. <laughs> I do know. Pretty good. Um, having a really good weekend. It was very chill. Uh, I did have my birthday, and I actually got back into pre- playing Breath of the Wild like super casually. So that's been like super cozy and fun. And then uh, my family and I went out to dinner last night. Really nice dinner, and. I also went out in 113 degree weather like an idiot Oof. and probably sunburned the heck out of my back. But aside from that, it was a it was a fun time. I'm having a I'm having a good day. Well, that's good. Yeah, I uh, we were just talking about how like how hot it is. It it kind of seems funny to complain about like how hot it is like in uh, you know in Tri City and in Calgary when it was very hot in Chicago and it was hot, sticky hot, like wet blanket on you kind of hot. Yeah, I mean, it was only like 80, 90 something in Chicago, but you just like walk outside and you're instantly wet. Here it's 113 and at least it's dry. You just don't want to be in sun for two seconds or else you burn. Yeah, I I pretty much, so it's a long weekend here in uh, in Canada and um, people are like, what are you doing for this long weekend? I'm like, nothing, it's too hot. (laughs) It's too hot. I'm going to stream on twitch.tv slash the ZeldaCast, play some Metroid Prime or something. I might play some <laughs> Metroid Prime later tonight, actually. I'm not sure. We'll see. Nice. Um, but yeah, so that is, uh, you know, we're, we're excited to be back. And uh, full disclosure for everyone listening to this week's episode, we didn't really plan an episode. We don't really have, like, a designated topic. We were just going to kind of talk about our week, um, you know, our, our, our Zelda Dungeon marathon experience, uh, some other just odds and sods, different kind of stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we, we, we threw out, um, an impromptu 
It's a very, very impromptu um, Q&A. So we, we do have that going on um, as well. well. We'll answer a few questions, but we're, we're just kind of mostly here to catch up. It's a weird phenomenon, you know, coming back from the marathon because, like, uh, I've been really looking forward to this podcast for, like, the last several days because I was like, I feel like I, feel like I, I like, I'm missing all my Zelda family now. Like, no one's here. Like, yeah. I want to... I want to talk to to Al, you know what I mean? Like just uh, yep. so I was I was looking forward to that, but uh, yeah, we had uh, we had an absolutely incredible uh, week, which we're gonna dive into. But before we get there, um, I do want to throw out I, I have to shill for a few things here, if you don't mind, everybody. So uh, <laughs> bear with me. Let me pull up my shill list. I actually wrote it down. There's so much stuff that I need to shill. Uh, okay. So the first thing, the first thing that uh, that I wanted to throw out there. And, uh, and maybe just, like, tell everybody, because I haven't really promoted it on this show, but over on OmegaMetroid.com, um, I have started a Patreon page to just, you know, help out with, uh, you know, everything that goes into running a website like that, which is a lot. And um, there are a couple bonuses uh, that, that you could sign up for as, uh, as a member of our Omega Metroid Patreon. And it's really like a Spiteri podcast Patreon. I just called it Omega Metroid. Um, and one of the, one of the perks that you can get is an episode or bonus podcast series called the Spiteri show. And it's just me by myself talking about stuff. Um, for example, next, next month, I'm going to be reviewing that damn Kirby game for Nintendo switch. What's it called? (laughs) Kirby, Kirby's land. Uh, Something. I don't even know. I haven't played it. I'm going to be reviewing the Kirby Land over on the Spiteri Show next month. <laughs> Kirby um, Land. But one thing that I, I wanted to do, which uh, uh, I wanted to throw to this audience as well, is, um, and this kind of goes from our conversation with, with David Geyser from another Zelda podcast, is, uh, so after we were done recording our episode of the Zelda cast, which David was on, which which got like an awesome reception, by the way, we'll talk about that in a bit, um, we went and did a, pod, uh, a show for his podcast and other Zelda podcasts. And we kind of got into the like nitty gritty about like, like how to podcast and like what, what kind of formats and production and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed that. So I actually wanted to do an episode of the Spiteri show where it's basically like a Q and a where like anybody can ask me a question about podcasting, right? Like what kind of um, editing software do you use? What kind of equipment? Like what's your least favorite episode you've ever done? What's the best episode you've ever done? Uh, how did how did Al come on the show? Where did you meet Dad? Like etc. 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 It's like stuff like that about podcasting. The only I have one rule, and that rule is I'm not going to dump on anybody. So if you're looking for dirt, don't ask. But other than that, um, mm. if you have a podcasting question, I would uh, I would love to answer it on the next episode of the Spiteri Show. So I made a tweet that is in the Zelda Dungeon uh, Zelda Cast Discord, and um, I, I'll retweet it as well after this goes live. But uh, just respond to that. Ask a question. I would love to answer. I I felt that I like I really liked like talking about podcasting. You know, it's it's kind of like one I, of those inside baseball nerd things. But I I'm a nerd, so I liked it. Yeah, it was kind of fun being able to talk about that side of our show, aside from like Zelda stuff. You know, yeah. Um, it, selfishly, it was really fun for me too because like every podcast that I do, I I'm. I'm a host, so I'm kind of like driving. So it's it's nice to kind of be like someone else is is hosting. Yeah. It's like, all right, where do you want to go? Let's I'm go, I'm down to go wherever you want to. You know? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Um, so that was great. 
Uh, but yeah, if you uh, if you have a question for me, I would love to answer any podcast questions. Um, fire them at me because I think that there's like, you know, there's there's a lot of good information. I'm not saying that uh, I'm I'm a trusted professional or anything, but I have been doing this uh, a few a few minutes, so might have some okay answers for you. Um, so yeah, check that out. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you are if you are interested, uh, Omega Metroid. Uh, has a Patreon page, and you can get the Spiteri show. You can get um, a ROM hack show. I'm going to be doing some Zelda ROM hack reviews actually pretty quick here. It's mostly been Metroid ROM hacks, but um, I think I'm going to do the Zelda ones finally. So okay, there you, that's awesome. There's my plug. There, you know what? I got one more plug actually. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, and Al, you could chime in if you want to do this too. But okay. I had a good time being in the passenger seat on podcast, and one thing that. Uh, we we have talked about doing is kind of uh getting out there a bit more so if you if you have a podcast you want to hear me on it reach out i'll, I'll come be a guest on your show sure uh, i have a lot of fun doing that stuff so um yeah you know a, a lot of times i i don't like to be a guest on shows just because i have so many podcasts of my own that it's like it's hard to find time but i i think that doing this another zelda podcast show is just kind of like okay, you know what, this is actually, like, really fun. It is nice to just kind of, you know, be along for the ride, uh, answer the questions instead of ask them. So if, you, if you're if you interested, fire me an email, DM me on Twitter, and uh, we can set something up. And uh, I don't know, do you do you go on other podcasts, Al? Have you done a bunch of guest appearances? I think you're on the Gossip Stones, weren't you? Or am I thinking of someone else? I Was I on the... I'm pretty sure I was on the Gossip Stones. I want to say I was, but I, I haven't done a lot of other podcast unless it was you know us together as the zelda cast right it's a fun time yeah mm-hmm. so yeah um there it is the spateri show spateri on your podcast alitha on your podcast let us know we'll uh we'll we'll give you some good answers um okay so i i keep going here so we've had some uh some controversy the last couple weeks here with some uh, with some people that weren't fans of some stuff that we said on the show. Uh, we were pro-choice, and we still are. Um, and so we had a couple... We just had a couple goofs leaving some bad reviews. But we had so many people, like, leave awesome reviews instead. Like, just uh, tons and tons and tons of support. Really made me feel good that we had some people like that. So, uh, you know, I said a couple weeks ago that we were going to read some of these reviews out on the show. And Allison, I'm a man of my words, so are you ready? Yeah, let's hear them. This is for Pokemaniac13, five stars, hashtag hand of time. A very knowledgeable Zelda podcast. The hosts, Andy and Al, but mostly Al, know what they are doing. I'm <laughs> very grateful for your helpful inputs in a field that virtually no one else cares about. Thank you. Uh, P.S. Glad that Al finally found Spear Tracks. Let's hope I can find it for the DS. So you got a fan in Pokemaniac13. Awesome. Thank you. That's really nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Five stars. This is from um, JG88. And he says, Eva Gannon would love this podcast. Andy and Allison are super fun to listen to and very knowledgeable about all things Zelda. Love hearing their takes while also having fun and making jokes. There we go. Uh, yeah, this nice. is This is from BuckBuck79. Four out of five Kokiri would agree. This podcast is one of my favorite and a long list of Nintendo-themed podcasts. Even when there isn't a huge Zelda-themed release on the horizon, I can still count on interesting, entertaining content every week. 
Also, a huge shout-out for using your platform to amplify the voice of human rights and unity. Love to see it. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for that, Buck Buck. I'll read, uh, I'll read a couple more here, and then, and then we'll, uh, we'll actually get going here. Um, this is from Silas. Five stars. Keep doing you, Andy and Al. This podcast is great. I listen to it uh, way too often. Just keep recording episodes, and I'll keep listening. P.S. I don't. Uh, we don't need to talk about the political stuff there because there was no political stuff mentioned, um, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago. This is another five star review from I don't even know D N A R O B. I'm sorry, I probably butchered you. Left us a five star review. I probably butchered your name. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, the review says just yes. Seriously, I woke up this morning and more than my first cup of coffee. I really wanted some new Zelda mumbo jumbo to listen to, and you guys delivered. I've been a subscriber for quite a while, and I always look forward to anything and everything you two have to say, comment, or share about The Legend of Zelda. Thank you for making this Monday morning workout that much better. So there we go. Um, what do you think? Two more. Two more, and then we'll call it a day. Okay. <laughs> this is from Pez. Love and support. Five stars. The podcast is awesome. I'm a longtime listener and super proud to be a listener after hearing the crew come out and support their opinions uh, regarding uh, BLM, Roe Wade, and et cetera, et cetera. So... Uh, Thank you for that. And uh, he also shouts out David and Kate from another Zelda podcast. So that's very, very cool. And uh, the last one before we uh, we finally get out of here is uh, this is a five-star review from MTB. It says, love y'all. Keep up the great work. Thank you for the great content. My vote is for Dark Link over Morpha and Thunderblade Ganon over Calamity Ganon. You know, actually, we probably could have mentioned Thunderblade over Calamity Ganon in terms of mini bosses cooler than, but he's not really a mini boss, is he? That's That's a boss. It's a boss, but yeah. I kind of understand where they're coming from. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool. I really like uh, reading these reviews and seeing people interact in the Discord and on Twitter because, yeah. as I was saying on uh, another Zelda podcast, sometimes I find it really weird that people like to listen to me and us <laughs> and, our, and that they care about our opinions. It's still weird. It's been like three years, and I'm still weirded out by it, but... It's cool when I actually see the response to it, and it makes it feel a little bit more real for me. So I, I really appreciate that. It makes me feel like I'm doing something pretty cool. Hey, you are. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I didn't read all the five-star views. There were so many. Um, and you know what? I I often don't read – like, I read the reviews, but, I like, I don't read them online. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like um, – I feel like I've always felt weird about, like, reading reviews because I feel like I'm just – you know, we're patting ourselves on the back and it's like, eh, I don't, I don't know if anyone wants to hear this. Like, you know, um, but I, I read them, I appreciate them. And, uh, you know, I, I thank everyone that listens to us every week and, uh, you know, shares and supports and, uh, makes an, an awesome Zelda cast community. Cause, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been truly a pleasure. And I feel like in like, especially within like the last year, maybe two years, like our community's got like a lot, I don't know, like, tighter a lot more close-knit uh, whatever you want to say but um yeah i even though i don't read reviews on the show just because i kind of feel like uh i don't know like a putz just patting myself put myself over um i i i read every review that comes in so i just want to say uh thank you to everybody for taking the time out of your day to do that it's, and it's great too because it helps the show it helps us get uh you know put up there on the the charts or however that works i don't, I don't know how that works um <laughs> Okay, I had, I had something. I I know we're gonna get to this marathon eventually, Al. I I wondered if you had an opinion on something that I saw this week because I okay. I kind of had a theory that a lot of the people that maybe were uh, 
leaving us some bad reviews for politics, are also the same people that were absolutely losing it when uh, it was announced that there is going to be a female lead in Grand Theft Auto 6. I don't know if you kept up with that or not. If you didn't, we could just move on. I just, I thought it was funny. I think I saw you mention something on Twitter and like literally anytime that kind of topic comes around, I just roll my eyes. I remember when Breath of the Wild was first being shown and, you know, a subject to talk about was how feminine Link looked and we we were just asking questions like, what would you think of a female Link? What would you think if you could choose your gender? And people lost their marbles. Like, I wrote an article about that, and I had, like, 600-some-odd comments, people yeah. losing their absolute marbles. And it's just like, for why? Who cares? Who I, cares? I remember that, and I, I wrote an article, an opinion piece. I was new to Zelda Informer at the time. Yep. And I wrote an opinion piece saying that, I don't think that Link should be, like, I don't think that you should be able to choose Link's gender. Because to me, I was like, I would prefer it if you didn't, because he's an established character to me. But, like, right. and that was my position. And I was like, right. you know. But then, then these people in the comments section, I was like, oh, God. Like, they, they're, but they were arguing for my position, but I was like, I do not, like, these are not my people. Like, no way. It was, it was so, ugh. I don't it's- know. So gross. <laughs> I don't know. It's just you can't make anybody happy, really, to be honest. Your opinions are going to make somebody upset. Upsetty spaghetti. And they're going to tell you. Upsetty spaghetti. Upsetty spaghetti. And it's just. Damn, that goes hard. You know, wow. you know what my sister started saying recently? My sister moved back in. I love having her around. But she's her like go-to motto now is we're just floating on a rock in space. And I love that. And I'm adopting it. We're just floating on a rock in space. Who the F cares? I saw a great... Calm down. <laughs> there's a great tweet from uh, from a great man named Chris Evans. You might know him as Captain America. And uh, this, was, like, this was years ago, but it stuck with me. And he tweeted out, and he's like, if you ever feel overwhelmed, remember you are here. And it's like a picture of like the galaxy, and it's like a little arrow pointing at some like, little uh, speck. It's like, very small. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, yep. last... Uh, this doesn't really have to do anything with anything, but I figured since we're just going all over the place and zigzagging around. I'll just bring it up. Uh, I've been playing a cool Zelda-like game called Death's Door. And I think a lot of people here have played Death's Door. Um, liking it so far. Maybe I'll maybe I'll stream a little bit of it. Uh, kind of like, kind of Tunic-esque, actually. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a good game. I don't know if you've heard of it, Al, but maybe uh, put on I your think radar. I, just, I think I've just heard about it from you, and I would be interested. I know... I know Blossom Tales 2 is coming out soon, right? Yeah, That's yeah, a Zelda-like is. game. I have a lot of games that are coming out soon that I'm really excited about. I'm I'm actually bummed because one game that I was going to get myself for my birthday, it got delayed for the Switch. And I was like, no. But there's a lot of cool like little indie games that mm. I'm really interested in playing here pretty soon. And I'll, I'll add that one to my list. Uh, what What is that game called that, that uh, got delayed? Like the Chocolate Factory game? Oh no, that's that's separate, and that hasn't oh. there hasn't been news on that since uh, the you know the first of the year. But the one that got delayed is called Baron Breakfast, and it's very Stardew Valley looking esque. And it came out on Steam. I'm pretty sure it's doing great, but on Switch they had some controller issues that they wanted to fix, and which is fine. I understand, but it was coming out on my birthday, and I was like, I really wanted this <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> well. You know what my father would say? <laughs> Good things come to those who wait, Al. Looks yeah, like okay. you're going to be waiting. Uh, so yeah. you know it's going to be good. Um, yep. All right. 
Let's talk about this Zelda Dungeon Marathon that just happened. $16,000! Amazing. For the Children's Starlight, or Starlight Children's Foundation. Uh, yes. Holy smokes. I, I was just like, there is no way that we're beating last year's total. Because I felt like a, last year felt like a complete anomaly. Yeah, I agree. I I also was thinking that I thought we would make our goal of eight thousand. I, I thought that too. would be just yeah. fine, um, because we have a lot of really cool, fun, interactive things for the viewers. Yeah. Um, but I honestly did not think we would get anywhere near our goal last year. No. And yet we shattered it. So my first year was twenty eighteen, and in the final. The final game, which was Ocarina of Time, which I was playing, uh, there was a rush of donations, and I think we got to like fifty five hundred bucks, and I was just like, "Holy crap, this is awesome!" This year it was just like, "Oh my god, this it's so holy smokes!" It was uh, it was a ton, it was a ton of of money put towards a great cause. So if you donated, thank you very much. Um, I hope that you got to uh, to get like a file name or something. My file name for Twilight Princess was I farted and it just uh, yeah. it didn't get old every time someone would talk to you it'd be like oh geez I farted you need to go save them like it just it didn't get old <laughs> just so dumb but so good at the same time uh so yeah it was awesome uh for the actual money raised it was it was incredible so again if you if you donated thank you so much if you shared awesome if you watched awesome uh, it was a it was, it was an awesome event. It was so much fun for me personally. Um, you know, I hadn't seen anyone in in a couple of years being, you know, marooned up here in Canada. So uh, it was it was an incredible experience uh, for me to to be back and to see everyone and to see Moss's ginormous Bruce Wayne mansion that uh, that he got. Uh, it was it was an awesome it was an awesome week and uh, you know I, I miss everyone a lot but uh, you know I guess let's talk about uh, some of the games that we got to be a part of Al and one thing I think that we should start with is the game that you played that you had uh, not previously played before the the build up to the marathon and you even won this game you won the race by default yeah <laughs> oh my gosh so one of the one of the struggles this year i'm sure if you've traveled this year at all you know is all these planes are getting delayed and canceled and stuff so poor ashton she was supposed to be my like my competitor but i like i i knew she was gonna run away with it so she was supposed to be there to play with me on spirit tracks and unfortunately she had like a cancel plane and then like two delayed planes and then she didn't get on her plane until the middle of the night and i all i could imagine is how awful that was but all she could do was apologize to me for not being there for spirit tracks i felt so bad but i wound up playing it by myself and that was fine I was just worried that I wasn't going to be, like, very entertaining by myself. So it was really nice because, like, everybody hung out with me. Like, everybody was coming in and out, sitting with me, asking questions, um, you know, talking to each other, making jokes and stuff. So I was able to concentrate and not feel so <laughs> self-conscious by myself playing a game that I'm not exactly good at yet. So it was actually a really fun time. I struggled at the end and I got frustrated at the end, but at it, at the end of the day, it was still a lot of fun and there was a lot of people there supporting both me and Ashton who couldn't be there. Uh, really quickly about Ashton, actually. So uh, we we ended up uh, sharing a car to go to the airport to go home. It was me. Oh, yeah. So Adriel, who uh, who does our 
these clips if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, she she does our clipping. So she drove me, um, and Ashton, and Alex. It was the A-team. We, we drove to the airport, and uh, she dropped us off. And poor Ashton and Alex, by the way. Their flights got delayed again while we were there oh, by no. like hours. So I was I was sitting in baggage. I was boarding in about twenty minutes, and I I kind of I'm looking down like this and I'm doing whatever. I sense something and I'm like, and I look up and I'm, it's Ash and Alex. I'm like, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, we're going to Calgary, and they're <laughs> they were joking. But for a second, I was like, man, that's a weird like flight reroute through through Canada back down to whatever wherever. But uh, no, so they, they hung out with me, so that was that was nice. Um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, so that that final uh, that final spear tracks run, I thought that you did really good actually. Like I think you only died once in the in the demon train. What was? Oh yes. What was the real killer? Was the spirit flute? Oh. Oh my god, that was ooh! You just like triggered me. Um, so the that was spirit horrific. flute is fine, you know, up until a certain point. And we get to what the Sand Temple. I don't know if it's called anything else, but you have to get the song first from the from Rail. His name is Rail, and he was so difficult. I played that song just fine at least three times, and he was not happy. But then you get to the end of the game, and I'm over here oh trying God. to play the flute. I was giggling. I was missing notes, and I was like, "This is gonna be awful. I'm not gonna get this." And it went through just fine, and I was so pissed. I was, like, happy that I was getting this game over with, but I was so mad that that went through. But Rail is, like, the pickiest locomo in all of Hyrule. Oh, my God. That that was so miserable to watch. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I know you like improvisation, but... Yeah, like, and it's six like, times. bro, but I was, did it What just was even by... more miserable was your last attempt. It was so bad. That was so <laughs> awful. And he's like, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> So dumb. I can't even imagine because you know I feel like Zelda is most like is pretty geared towards children, but I mean, and we love it, and there are themes for adults too. It's, but it's I'm accessible. trying to imagine. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to imagine a little kid playing that stupid flute, oh. and I can't imagine any kid enjoying that game. I love Spirit Tracks, but I can't imagine children loving that game. Oh my god! That yeah, that was that was painful. That was, that was painful. So bad. Um, but finally got to play spirit tracks so uh yep. I, we're gonna do an episode on this in the near future and i think we'll have some special guests and i don't know if i'll be a part of it or not but uh, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out um, and he's trying to get out of it <laughs> <laughs> i promised i would play spirit tracks but uh i also i'm leaving for vacation in like like five weeks so uh the, the, the clock is ticking for me so, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about that game in depth. Just really quick, would you, where, if you had to assign it, let's say, a tier, what kind of tier are we thinking? Oh, are we thinking like a B, I mean, like an A, like a C? No, I would still keep the DS games in a C tier. They're, they're, I really like the story and the concept of the games. They're just difficult to play. Right. And I, and I find that totally understandable. I would rate it above Phantom Hourglass, though. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. well, there you go. Um, all right, so we talk about one of your games. Let's talk about one of mine. Um, I played Cadence of Hyrule <laughs> at dumb o'clock, 2 a.m., yep. and we played until about 6, and I think this is on, like, day two, so we got, we got into Chicago the night before the marathon started. We made up for lost time. We had a good night, and mm -hmm. the marathon started, yep. and that was a... 
that was a tough day. And then the next uh, the next night, it's like 2 a.m. And it's like, all right, Spiteri, you're, you're good to go. So we were playing um, Gooey and Lulu, I believe, were on the opposing team. And I was playing with Alex. And for anyone that doesn't know, Alex is one of our, our younger raiders. I think she's like 21 or 22. 22, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Alex is like screaming at me directions of where to go. <laughs> she's like, no, go here. Turn. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, my God, take it easy on me. <laughs> so like... <laughs> We, we end up doing okay. We end up doing okay. Until we get to the fourth... Fourth dungeon? Yeah, the fourth dungeon. Um, and we get to the... We make it to the end. And we have to fight Gliok and Spiel. And this guy just killed us for... It felt like he killed us over and over again for three hours. We were there fighting Gliok and Spiel... Like, fight, 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 dead. Fight, 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 dead. Fight, 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 smash. You're dead. And we... So, apparently, we only spent 30 minutes fighting this guy. But it felt like... It, it felt like we were there all night. This guy just, like, completely killed us over and over and over again. Uh, God, I, I can't even... I don't even know how many times we lost track of it. So, while we're dying, like, to this Gliokin fella... Uh, <laughs> Goo and Lulu are in, like, the final the final dungeon and they were fighting Octavio um, and, and, and it made me feel a little bit better because Octavio was brutalizing them as well. And Cadence is actually like a quite difficult game if you don't have like enough hearts or bottles or fairies or whatever. And like, obviously we were, you know, going through it kind of quickly. So we didn't have anything. And it's not like you can go out and get like a, go find like a better weapon because it's all randomly generated. So it's like, oh man. So that was my first game. And, uh, it was it was fun. It was definitely fun, but man, when Gliokaspiel is just beating the piss out of us for like hours and hours and hours on end, I was like, "What am I doing here? What's what's wrong with this pit?" We had, he was beating us so bad that we stopped and took like a defeated selfie while we were still playing. We didn't even pause it because we were like, "He's gonna kill us. It doesn't matter." So that was my first game of the marathon. Went to a very good start. nice. Te- technically, yeah. it wasn't my first. Technically, my first was with you. Oh, because we did the the Zelda cast together. No, because we did Triforce oh. Heroes together. Oh yeah, okay. I for- sometimes <laughs> I forget about that game. It's almost that like you fun, blocked though. it from your memory. No, actually, tr- so Triforce Heroes this year we did it very similar to how we do Four Swords Adventures every year, where everybody just kind of comes and plays a level or um, a world or whatever. And I really like that because nobody is kind of sitting there in misery for six hours. Um, <laughs> But we were sitting in misery for about, I don't know, 45 minutes because yeah. Andy likes to carry people into lava and, <laughs> and just, it was great. It was, it was me, Andy and Moss together on a team and we, got, team. we figured it out eventually, but <laughs> it was still fun to kind of like just mess with each other. I think Moss is the weak link there. Truth be told. Oh my God, Andy. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't <laughs> whatever, very good. Whatever you need to tell yourself, my dude. You know what? I, actually, this I'm, is one of the I'm, questions we have later. I'll answer it there. But I, I did have a good time playing Triforce Heroes with you. So you can mark it down. Yeah. I said some nice things about Triforce Heroes. Yes. I mean, I think it's pretty understandable to say, yes, this game is fun to play with friends in yeah. short bursts, but not alone all the way through. Was Was that you that was fighting the fidget spinner boss? Yes. That, uh, that was pretty miserable. That was- I... That is my least favorite boss. Yeah, probably in the whole series, Fidget Spinner, Prismantis. I think. Prismantis. Yeah, I was yeah. watching. 
and I, I was pretty sure it was you, and you had, like, I don't know, two other teammates, and I was like, oh, this is bad. This is not going very well at all. <laughs> I was just, like, dying over and over and over, and I was just like, thank the good lord I'm not playing this level. And you know what? I think I, like, tagged Lockout so that he could go get some food because oh, he kept man. being stuck with Triforce Heroes, and I was like, I'll tag you out, Lock. I'll, I'll, I'll play for you. And I was like, this was the worst time to tag out Lock, <laughs> my least favorite boss in the whole series. <laughs> Uh, so I did another level of Triforce Heroes too, but I, I got like the uh, like the ice level. I think I was playing with Gooey and oh, yeah. uh, someone, and we did we did awesome. We Josh? we blitzed through it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, it would have been Josh because I would have messed with Josh for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably Corey then. I mean, he wasn't Someday. there. I don't know who. I, whatever. It doesn't it doesn't matter. We'll we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, we we did pretty good. We did. Uh, yeah. We were cohesive. Very nice. Yeah. Um. All right. What other. So you're part of Breath of the Wild Bingo, actually. You were the first overall draft pick. So, yes. ladies and gentlemen, we're sitting with the number one draft pick and the <laughs> only one who was not drafted for Breath of the Wild Bingo. So, kind of, uh, so kind of great. two ends of the scale right here. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I, I'm usually a captain, so I was like, don't. I, I want to be chosen this year, and I, I was super grateful to Corey because he chose me first. So I was like, yes. So that was a lot of fun. And yeah. it, we had a really good team, like a super yeah. chill, nice team. It looked team. to me like you were the MVP of the Breath of the Wild bingo. I you, it looked like in, you were doing the heavy lifting. I just came in for the Divine Beasts and stuff. But then um, when it came to like guiding people, that was a that was a collaborative effort between me and Locke. Okay. Who, you know, Locke created the interactive map and probably knows like where every little speck of sand is in that game. So that was that was awesome to have him on the team. And I loved what he did, too, because he usually creates the bingo cards and the incentive extras. And he made it, um, because we were doing um, the Starlight Foundation, he made it focused on children. Like, the the little yes. extra missions were focused on kids. So, like, Warbler's Nest with the little Rito kids and, um, like, Coco's Cooking or whatever her name is. And it was just cute and very wholesome. And so, while it was kind of fun to kind of you know, race and uh, trash talk each other on the teams and stuff. We were still doing <laughs> something pretty cute. Yeah, that was, uh, it was, it was a very, a lot of thought went into it. Um, yeah. Which, I've, like, a lot of thought went into, like, obviously the whole marathon, and it's very evident, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was very cute. Those those little Rio kids are, like, the cutest little things. Yeah, they're adorable. And then you yeah. find out that they're Cass's kids. Love it. Oh, that's very cute. Um, so, yeah, I think you got the W in Breath of the Wild as well, right? Yep. We won. I I did Calamity Ganon, and then Corey beat. He finished it out because he was our captain, and he did Dark Beast Ganon, and it was great. And I actually noticed some things about the game that I didn't before because I'm used to speedrunning it. So okay. I was like, "Oh, hey, that's a cool thing that I didn't notice before." Yeah. And of course, every year when you play Breath of the Wild Bingo, everybody's like, "I really want to play Breath of the Wild again." So that's what I'm doing. It's a funny thing because, like, I feel like after usually it's Ocarina of Time for me because that's like the game mm -hmm. that I run but I'm like after I beat that I'm like I want to like play it but like explore and you know do yeah thing. exactly yeah. yeah um speaking of W's Al I got my first W in four years at this Zelda Dungeon Marathon I was victorious in the original Legend of Zelda for the NES in a race yes. however I can't I can't really say that I led my team to victory because all I did was swing the sword. We had, like, the gimmick where, like, uh, I had one Joy-Con and Gooey had the other. So Goo was navigating, and thank God, because I 
hadn't played Zelda for the NES in like probably four years. So uh, I was like, I'll swing the sword and uh, that that will be my job. And we got to the end and we defeated Ganon. We slayed Cory and Josh. Nice. All was right in the world. So yeah, got a, All was got right a W there. In the world. I um, love it. That was fun to watch. What else? Uh, what else are we playing this year, Al? Um, I did a lot of little stuff. Like we did crossbow. I was oh. out within the first round. We did like little mini games. Again, I was out within the first round. I did trivia, which was fun. I'd love to do Zelda Tune, but I am not fast. Z- those people who play <laughs> Zelda Tune, they're like within two seconds. They hear the first they, two notes yeah. and they're like. I got it, and I'm like over here, just like what the heck. But I will say I was pretty proud of myself. There was one that nobody could guess, and I was like, "This sounds like a bad, like something bad just happened in like a light tone." So I thought it sounded like a Ruper, and that's what I asked. I was like, "Is it a Ruper?" And that's it. That's what it was. It was a Ruper from Skyward Sword. And I was like, "That's awesome! I got it! I got one!" What and I wasn't even part of it. A Ruper is like so. Oh, that stupid! I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's the gray rupee when you makes you lose rupees right. in the little mini game in Skyward Sword. So yeah, that w- I was proud of myself for that one. So I did a lot of a, a little stuff, and then my last big game was with you. All right, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, yeah. So before we get there, let's talk about the Minish Cap because I man, this is like a highlight for me of the of these <laughs> Zelda Dungeon marathons is like this Minish Cap mayhem. For anybody that did not tune in, there was fourteen people. Yeah playing The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, okay? 14 Wii U's, 14 inputs, and the people lined up everywhere, and um, the way that it works is there is a checkpoint, and the last person to get to the checkpoint was eliminated. And so before before we started, I like to think, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty bad at speedrunning Zelda games, but the one game I'm not bad at is the Minish Cap. So I was like, I was looking at my competition... And I'm like, okay, well, like, I see, like, there's three serious speedrunners over there. Locke, Rachel, and Grovile, who, by the way, is from Calgary, so shout out to uh, my boy Grovile. Um, and I'm like, well, obviously, I'm not going to beat these guys, okay? But I'm looking at the rest of the pack, and I'm like, I think I could take you. And uh, so we, you know, we start the race, and we had a very competitive race, and it came down to the final five, which was... Uh, which was the three speedrunners, myself and Corey. And then uh, and then I elim- I eliminated Corey. I sent him packing. And then and then there were four. And I'm looking around at my competition and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Moss comes by, he's just like he's looking and he's like, Rachel, Locke, Grovile, Spiteri. And he's like, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's like, What's the name of uh of Regal's new faction in AEW? You've got like You've got like the three main eventers, then like this young up and comer over here. Like, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. I was eliminated very promptly after, but I kind of took that as like a moral victory because I'm like, among like the humans, not like not like the algorithms that speedrun, you know, but like the the humans. I'm like, I did, I think I beat all the other humans, so I, I was okay losing where I lost. I, I felt pretty oh good about gosh. that. Nice, very nice. Yeah, that that's always fun to watch. I. I was upstairs during that one because there's just so much happening, so much commotion. But we had a guest during that, which is cool. Uh, Shadow Link from, or yeah. is it? Yeah, Shadow Link from Zeldathon. So that was cool. And then Corey, or not Corey, I'm sorry. Uh, we had Ashton and Nico commentating with him. And that was super fun to listen to. I don't know if you guys were able to pay attention to that at all, but they uh, were just. Not really. Uh, 
I bet, because it was so busy. But they were just so funny to listen to while you guys were, you know, doing yeah. this mayhem, and it was great. Uh, Shadow, I I was able to hear. I listened to the, to Shadow's voice, and I was like, God damn, that guy sounds that like a radio million bucks. voice, though. yeah, um, which was awesome. Uh, all right, one thing that you and I did, Al, is we herded goats together as a team. Oh yeah, together as one, we that herded was those goats. Great. I was actually really worried about that, but then, like, the first time was, like, kind of like a test drive, but then the second, we got it. Dude. That was awesome. So I threw it out there, okay? So everyone, everyone knows, everyone knows about Twilight Princess. We don't need to beat that up. But I threw it out there, I was like, if we can get to X amount of, of dollars by the time it's it's time for goats, I will do this blindfolded. And we did. And then, with, like only like an hour in between maybe not even i was like if we could get to this i'll do goats too blindfolded and we did and i actually so allison was good enough to direct me where to go with these damn goats and i dare say that uh i did better blindfolded than i, I did think so i think you got a faster time <laughs> got a new pb sub five sub five minutes i love it yeah. I love watching it back. I, I kind of watched it back like immediately after because it was so funny. You would <laughs> you were blindfolded and I was guiding you to get the goats. There's 20 goats. So we're like, yeah, you got you got to go. And you were delayed because you couldn't see it happening. But you like heard people and you're like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> like, like two seconds after everybody else. Oh. It was so funny. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. And we found our groove and all 20 goats blindfolded. It was amazing. Well, that was the highlight of that run, unfortunately, <laughs> for me. The next 11 yeah. hours was kind of a drag. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, I, I had a good time running Twilight Princess. Um, we we kind of run... Uh, so, Gooey was, was beside me for the whole time. So, we, we, had, a, we had a good time. And mm -hmm. um, it was... I like the runs where it's it's not quite competitive. Because I went to Gooey, I'm like, where do I go? I'm lost. And he would do the same to me. And we kind of struggled and get to the end. So that that was fun. Um, but I think maybe I can give something away. I think we're going to have a new gimmick for Twilight Princess next year. I I pushed hard for a new gimmick next year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. A long, that's a long time to be... Uh, it is a long time. And I don't think you're the only one who kind of feels like it's a slog. It's just, it's such a long time to be sitting on that couch. And something I was painfully aware of this year is that we're all getting a little older. Oh, man. And our bodies, our backs, our knees, our shoulders were just my like... My ass. My ass was <laughs> numb. I was sitting in that miserable couch, and I was like, God, I need like a heat pack or something. What's... This we're, we're just not 22, 24, 25 anymore, no. and sitting for 11 hours straight playing that game just sounds so miserable. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's... Uh... Very good point on that. Uh, I did. I coined a new catchphrase though, and that was "Where's Catherine?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that was that was amazing for that and Ocarina of Time. I, I pretty much everything I played. Like, where's Catherine? So <laughs> help! Shout, shout out to you, Catherine. Very yeah, patient. Definite. Very patient she's lady. Super patient. She's she's awesome. I love Catherine. There. You know what? Uh, I wrote this on my notes to Shill, and I feel like there's no better time than now. I have been listening to Chromatica by Lady Gaga oh, yes. like nonstop. So yes. anyone that doesn't know, our, our buddy Catherine is is like amazing at speed running, and she's a big Lady Gaga fan. And she's so, a huge Lady Gaga. Oh my fan. god! The last day we were there, she was like, 
And she was like doing like almost like a runway walk singing poker face. It was so awesome. And, and it was uh, like the choreography from the music videos and stuff. It's insane. Dude, I was I was uh, losing my mind. So the last night that we were there, we kind of had like a little, what would you call that? All like a like a dance music party in Moss's pool house. I don't even know. It, it, yeah. it was like a club mixed with like a house party, but there was whatever. So we were we were all like jamming and Catherine's doing her Lady Gaga like dance or whatever. And like, it was so it was awesome. I was I was like cheering was as hard as I could. <laughs> um, but I've been listening. She told me that her favorite Gaga song was Enigma, and I've been listening to that song on repeat. And that song is awesome. Yeah. Shout yep. out to you, Catherine, she, for that. I remember when that album came came out. She was sending me pretty much every song. She's like, "Okay, I just <laughs> listened to this one. It was great." And I talked to Catherine like almost daily. And so yeah, that was like, <laughs> that was amazing. She's like, "Okay, you gotta listen to this one next. This one's great. <laughs> I yeah. love it." I, I propose doing teams next year, so maybe next year I can carry Catherine to a Twilight Princess victory because she was not <laughs> victorious this year. That mm-hmm. was uh, old Jay Z. Oh yeah, that Josh came out great. the winner. Um, mm-hmm. All right, what would you say was the worst experience, Al? Playing Twilight, not Twilight. Playing Triforce Heroes with me. Playing Four Swords Adventures with me. What was more? What was worse? Um, I want to say I want to say Four Swords Adventures because. You know, there are people who are, like, trying to get through the levels and trying to, like, help. And then they don't get the, like, the, um, what are they called? The Force, uh... Force Gems. Force Gems, thank you. And then, like, they don't get the Force Gems. You got Andy over here waiting on the sidelines, and he's just like, he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna roll into that right when Allison's gonna try and go for it. And so he'd, like, (laughs) run over, pick me up, throw me, and grab it. And I'm like, this is such BS. This is so stupid. But it was still, like, in good fun, you know? Like, there was only a small party that wanted the, wanted to hit Andy across the head. Uh, <laughs> the, what, what were you, like, the, let's just go. Oh, <laughs> Got yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. That was great. I have, I have a great time playing Four Swords yeah. Adventures every year. It's, because I assemble I, I really a team like that I know that I'll have a fun time playing with. <laughs> What I don't know is... if they feel the same, but I have a blast. <laughs> Has a fun time sabotaging is what he means. <laughs> we should do like we should do the final level next year. Ooh, I don't that think would I've be... played the final level. Wait, it's, it's actually it... pretty awesome. Yeah, you get to fight okay. body, you get to fight Ganon, you get a it's 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 a cool level. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that was it. Uh, let's talk about Ocarina of Time, then let's talk about our podcast. So we raced, Allison. We raced Ocarina of Time. It was a copy editing race, as a matter of fact. Yes. Aletha, Spiteri, Lloyd, Calder. Yep. And we're talking before the last Raiders Mayor meeting a couple couple weeks ago before the marathon. Talking to Rod. I'm like, hey, we're just like uh We're just doing a casual casual Ocarina of Time run, right? Nothing yeah. nothing big, no skips, no tricks. And he's like, Yeah, totally. I was like, great, because I'm only going to play it once. And he's like, sounds good. So I go, and I'm talking to Rod that morning of the race. Actually, I think I was talking to him the night before, because our race started like 5 in the morning or something outrageous. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to him, and I'm like, man, I'm tired. Uh, and he's like, me too. I don't know if I'll be able to hit my bomb jump. <laughs> bomb jump? What? what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what's a bomb jump? He's like, oh, you know, you just use it to uh, skip all of the water temple. And I was like, what happened to no, what happened to no, like, glitches or anything? And he's like, ah, ah you know. 
So it became very apparent very quickly that there were two tiers of racers in this Ocarina of Time race. (laughs) There was Rod and Judy, who was always overprepared. Judy's very competitive. Yep. I asked her for directions of Twilight Princess, and she was like... (laughs) 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 Or, um, you know, if you needed a bathroom break, and you're like, can you just press these buttons for me so that we can get through the text? She's like, no. She says she did not want anybody to help her. She's hilarious. I love it. She actually killed it this marathon with her races. She should have won that race, uh, I feel like. But, so there's those two, and then there was these two on this broadcast right now. (laughs) And we were competing for last place, and it was a pretty close race for most of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty good. You pulled away, I think, in the Spirit Temple. And I don't really know why. You just, uh, you were playing better than me. But uh, I caught up. Ganon's castle, and we had a heck of a showdown fighting Ganon, and then the unthinkable happened. <laughs> Ganon does like four heart damage, just so everybody knows. <laughs> oh, so, so I am I am starting my fight with Ganon, and Al has like only a couple hits left. But I dare say, and you can smack me next time that you see me for saying this, but your roll under the tail to the quick slash isn't as refined, maybe as, as mine was. Need to hit you for that. That's that's totally fine, and it's so funny because I know how to fight Ganon, but like the pressure of that moment oh, made man. everything like leave my brain. And it was like not like a bad pressure; it was just fun, you know. Like I had a really fun time playing that game. It was I didn't need to like speed run anything. I was just playing for fun. Catherine was there to help me with some tricks, but it was great. So then I was doing fine. Everybody was giving me tips because I couldn't all of a sudden remember how to fight Ganon, and and I just died. And oh. it was also right after my brother donated. So. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is extremely embarrassing. <laughs> so as Al dies, I roll under Ganon and smack him with the Master Sword. And the cutscene starts where you just like, you need to hit him that one more time and he's done. Mm-hmm. Everything got really quiet. I was like, I, I at this point, I was like, I want Al to, you know, to finish ahead of me. Like, whatever, I'm fine being last. And it got real quiet. I was like, what do I do? And I remembered WrestleMania 24, Ric Flair's last match against Shawn Michaels. I'm in the HBK spot. I look at Al. I'm like, sorry. I love you. And I slash Ganon across the face. And Al finishes in last. Because <laughs> you were like, yeah, I'm sorry. I have to do this. And I was like, no, do it. Like, this happened for a reason. You know? <laughs> like, so that was great. That was a funny moment. This <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to do this to you. I love you. <laughs> yeah. That and was then, great. you know, I died again. And <laughs> I died yeah. twice. And the second thing is you had to start the tower all over again. Yeah. You know, it would just tough. be nice. It would just be nice if you could start with Ganon again. The, but either the way, we finished. The third time you laid the smack down, you, you didn't even take a hit. You want to know why? The pressure was gone. The pressure yeah, was fair. gone. That's and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that I can fight Ganon just fine. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we also, um, we also had, obviously, an awesome podcast that you guys were able to to check out with uh, with David, and I, I really loved our conversation. I don't, maybe it was because it was in person, and like there's a, just an extra something with that. Um, I don't. It, it was such, it was like uh, it was awesome. Uh, he was a great guy, man. He was awesome. Uh, he's so nice. He's yeah. just such a nice like. Just he's a super fanboy of Zelda, which we are too, and we love it. And so, and it was just really nice to talk to somebody who is who loves the same things we do and Mm -hmm. is pretty grounded and doesn't want to, you know, 
attack us for our opinions on things. <laughs> well, I feel like, uh, I feel like, like, at least for me, and I don't know if this applies to you too, but like, I also kind of feel like a kinship with, with someone that does like a Zelda podcast because they know, like, yeah. we get a, we get asked this question a lot. Like, how do you think of shows when like, there's nothing going on? And so like, it's nice when you like kind of meet someone else that is going, uh, doing like the, doing same, the same thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he, we, we have an episode of his podcast, another Zelda podcast, uh, which you can get wherever you get podcasts coming out in, uh, I don't know, the next couple weeks sometime. They release their, their shows, uh, come out in seasons, so it's not weekly like us, uh, which, which might be a better way to do that, but hey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to be on their show. I cannot recommend that enough. He's a, he's a very intelligent guy. Very intelligent, yeah. very fun. Um, yeah, just, uh, couldn't recommend that enough so yeah that was a that was a highlight the whole week was a highlight it was awesome uh we had a an awesome time i can't wait for next year can't wait i know right i just you know we always talk about how we leave the marathon and usually we're pretty exhausted by the end of the week it's like it's as much fun as it looks it's still a really tiring exhausting week you oh know? yeah it's a marathon like yeah, for it, we call it that for a reason. And so we're all tired and we're all like saying our goodbyes and it's sad. But the, I feel like the following week is the saddest part because yeah. you wake up and you go to regular life. You go back to work. You go back to whatever you're doing. You try to like figure out how to move on after such a crazy, cool, exhausting, but super amazing event. And it's just sad, like in a good way, though. Not like depressing, but just like I well, miss yeah, my it's, friends. It's just, and, uh... Yeah, I miss the camaraderie and it's such a it's such a cool thing and it makes me be like, okay, I've got fifty one weeks until next year. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so it was an awesome week. Tons of fun stuff. If you if you missed any of it, if you if you didn't get a chance to hear any of the stuff that we're talking about, check it out on Twitch. It's all there. Um and definitely if you missed our, our episode with David Guy you know what David told me? Actually I think he told you this too, but I'll tell our audience. He told me you know what Geisler means? In, uh, oh, yes. What was it? It was a German. Is that right? Uh, Polish. I think he said. I think it's Polish. I want to <laughs> say. Oh God, I could be totally wrong. This guy. But he's just this like is after too. After we finish our recordings. Yeah, he's just like, you know what Geisler means? Where I come from, uh, wherever it was, Germany, Poland, whatever. He's like, it means goat herder. And I was like, well, what are the chances of that? <laughs> so good that was so funny and then he kind of looked up and he's like i just realized what that meant in this <laughs> so there you go <laughs> so good um all right uh, so i promised an impromptu q a here so we got a couple minutes left so let's uh, uh we had a couple we had uh, someone email me actually just with uh, a really good question i thought we might as well just open it up for a few more so uh this is from jared uh, and i'm gonna kind of consolidate uh, Jared's question because he, he gave a really awesome email a lot of detailed thoughts behind it but um, essentially his question is this um, do you see Nintendo making one last push to promote any Zelda games not currently available on the Switch before the eShop closure and the, the gist of what he's saying is that uh, with Breath of the Wild success there are a lot of new Zelda fans and uh, there's not a lot of Zelda games on the Switch right now so he was He's kind of wondering like if that was for any reason or if you know what what our thoughts are on what nintendo should do um which i thought was kind of a cool question and i think you know i i think that uh it's getting better because right now we have you know we have breath of the wild operating time majora's mask zelda and zelda 2 
we're still missing obviously a ton of um different games but i do think and i guess Link's awakening as well and, and skyward sword actually so you know it's not a bad zelda machine so far i think that probably twilight and wind waker are coming so those are two big ones that are going to be available and i think that in september i think we're going to get a nintendo direct i, th- I think that <laughs> will uh you know that will probably if i had to guess September is when the Nintendo Online subscription rolled over if you bought it originally the first year. Um, like, mine rolls over every September. So, I think as an incentive to keep people from, you know, like, not canceling, makes a lot of sense to me to have, uh, like, the Game Boy games finally come. We know that they're pretty much done. So, I mean, right there, you can get Link's Awakening DX. You can get um, you can get the Minish Cap. I don't know if they've released the Oracles, though, because I think that there's a remake of those games coming. I'm not sure. But, uh, I, you know, it's, yeah. it's turning into not a bad little Zelda machine, but there's still work to be done for sure. Yeah, I agree. There's still work to be done. Um, I'm surprised by how much is on it, um, but I'm happy with how much is on it, and I think it could do with more. I don't know. Just the way I've been feeling about Nintendo lately is that they're a little behind on stuff and that they're really in the dark about stuff, and I'm kind of kind of over it at the moment. So I'm tired of guessing what they're going to do. I'm just I'm waiting for them to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, this this summer was man, it was a weird summer for pretty brutal. Yeah, um, yeah, I know you got both Hyrule Warriors as well and Cadence, and you got some crossover stuff. So, looking at it that way, like, what are we really missing? If we assume that the Game Boy games are going to come over, um, we're missing mm-hmm. a link between worlds for sure. Oh, I didn't mention a link to the past, which is also there. Um, yeah, if they could just get you know Minish Cap. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on there, I feel yeah. like we'd be pretty set because then we could stop using the Wii U. The Wii U. Oh my god, can you imagine? Because yeah, I, what do we we use the Wii U's for Minish Cap, Twilight, and Wind Waker, right? And I think that's it. Pretty much. Or yeah. no, no, we use the we use them for the DS games actually. No. Well, no, we don't. I thought, I thought do. that it was a lot faster on the. Uh... It is, but at the marathon we were doing on the 3DSs. I see. Those those ones are tricky. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you would port those. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it would be like easy enough to like change. Uh, if they could do it with Skyward Sword, I'm sure they could do it with those games. But I just, I don't know. You'd have to do something really. I don't. Know. You'd have to do something big with those games because they they look terrible um blown up right like they they look awful they're pretty bad (laughs) they are heavily heavily based around the stylus which you know i i thought that the solution for skyward sword wasn't as difficult as it would be for the ds games and i actually i still stand by that i think that it was i think it would be easier to get skyward sword on a console than it would be to get the ds games so those ones might be might be the tricky ones. And maybe that's yeah. just a case, like, they're just remade. You know, like, uh, Phantom Hourglass. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They could I just, use it. I, they could. I just don't see a lot of... I don't, I don't see I don't Nintendo see the demand putting a lot... It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. So, yeah, thank you for the email, Jared. Sorry it took so long to uh, to answer that. So I asked, uh, asked some people here for few quick questions so let's uh let's get to it this is ocarina of time ocarina of time this is ocarina holder 52 who asks was it chaotic or hard to focus slash overstimulating having all those games playing close together at once i don't know what do you think al 
I don't think it was like that bad. No, I haven't really been in. I've been on the outside of Twilight Princess and Minish Cap, which obviously have the, has the most players, and I can find that chaotic a little bit. But within, you're kind of in your own moment. You know, there mm-hmm. you get to like interact with everybody. But I have I I can't really pay attention to other people's screen. I I just am super focused on my, yeah. what is going on in front of me, and then like hearing people talk and ask me questions. I can do that, but I don't pay attention to anybody else's like game. I I I just don't have the I guess mind space for that. So no, I don't find it too overstimulating. Yeah, I think I agree. Um... I think that like for for a game like Twilight Princess where there's a lot of we use like I it's probably because I like I don't really care about winning so if I'm just like you know if I get lost or stuck and stop moving for a second I'm just like oh okay well time to move I will say that during Minish Cap um, there was a lot of lag with the game pads um, oh yes yeah which was like noticeable especially for me because like I I play like on the game pad like I wasn't looking at the TV um, so there was actually so there was there was a, a section where you have to like push boulders and it's like a, a fairly specific like boulder puzzle that you have to do and I, my thing was like lagging and i was like oh god i hope i didn't push this too far because if i did i'm toast um so that was the only thing that was a little bit much in uh in that scenario okay. um ocarina holder 52 also asks what were some of the funniest moments during the marathon what um... say you al there was so much that happened. It's such <laughs> a long week. I don't know. There's, I I can't think of anything very specific at the moment. There, it's a lot. It's a long week. Um, if somebody said something, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was really funny," because it'll like pinpoint that moment yeah. in my mind. But like when you try to think about it, and you're you were you know you were awake for the majority of the whole thing, so you very sleep deprived. It's hard to think about everything that happened. You know, it was good. Let's just go for it. And smash the pots. That was good. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. That was <laughs> that was funny later. <laughs> In the moment, it was just like, oh, I'm gonna pick up Andy off this couch and throw him. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's, oh man, it, it, there's so much. Um, a lot of the funniest moments require like some context as well, which doesn't always come across on the, uh, you know, on the uh, the screen. So, uh, mm-hmm. there's like behind the scenes, there were, uh, there were a lot of funny moments, uh, Games. lots of them. Yes. Trying to play coup together. I was trying to make deals. Nobody wanted to make a deal with me. <laughs> oh, I wonder why <laughs> I got smoked. I didn't win a single game of coup this year. Oh, wow. I won one. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. all right. This is from Quiggs. Has your opinion on any of the games you played changed since the last playthrough? So I'll, I'll go first on this one, Al. I, I've played, like, all the same games. I didn't really play any new games this year. Um, I You know, I will say an opinion that I think changed a little bit was for Cadence, which is, like, it, it's not that it, it was an opinion change. It was just, like, a realization that, like, man, this game is, like, brutal if you don't have, like, the, the upgrades and stuff. Like, this is not the game that's meant to be played quickly. Um, and I would say, you know what? How about this? I'll give the devil its due. I will say that in the correct setting, one level at a time, in person, so there's no Wi-Fi shenanigans, Triforce Heroes was okay. It was okay. Still, like, it still has a lot of stuff that I just, like, don't like at all. But, like, it it can, 
it can be okay. It can be okay in the right setting. Gotcha. So there. Any changes about Twilight Princess? No. Not really. <laughs> I mean, Twilight nope. Princess, it is what it is, right? Like, it's... <laughs> It, 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 here's the thing. It's like, I only ever play Twilight Princess for the Zelda Dungeon Marathon. So, like, my entire experience for the last five years of playing Twilight Princess has been, like, sitting down for 11 hours and, and being like, oh, here we go, City in the Sky. Woo! I will. <laughs> although, I will say this. City in the Sky did not feel like a super long slog this year for whatever reason. And I don't know why, because it's a long dungeon. But yeah. it didn't feel as long for some reason. Maybe I, you I got like your was second grooving. wind. You got your Maybe. second wind or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I will say, like, not any particular game did I have a change of opinion, but I'll say this, and I said this to a couple new people because they were pretty, uh, some newbies at the marathon, they were pretty, like, feeling anxious about the games and the races. I was one of those people where I, like, my first year I did horrible, and then the second year I came back and I was way more serious about it, and I was like, I'm gonna be a really good speedrunner. And then right. I felt, like, extremely miserable about my games and, like, I didn't want to play them anymore. So every year since then, I've cared less and less about winning, about... My my most my biggest care is that I wanted to finish the game and I right. wanted to at least try to keep up, you know? So with that in mind, it made it so much more fun to play the games this year. Just very chill. Totally. Um, aside from the slight pressure of being the only one playing Spirit Tracks, like, I still was just like, I, at least I can get through the game and finish it and, and, and know I'll be fine. And I had a lot of fun with people playing with me. I got through Ocarina of Time just fine, even though I died at the end. And now I was just like, this is just fun. Like, I didn't feel bad that I kept dying in Tower 6 or bad that I died twice to Ganon. It was just a fun time, you know? So the, I feel like the less I care about the speedrunning aspect of it, the racing aspect of it, the more fun I have with these games. Right. And we should mention, too, that there is some, like, legit speedrunning stuff to be yes. found in the marathon, if that's your thing. We're kind of yes. we're kind of the other side of the spectrum, but we also have Grovile doing, like... Yeah, uh, Grovile was Whatever amazing. he was doing. Like, insane, but amazing. Yeah. This guy fought Demise blindfolded. Yep. Uh, like, and I wore that blindfold. You can't see anything out of it. It was, <laughs> it was nuts. Yep. Um, so this kind of bleeds it to the, uh, what we we're just talking about here. Kai asked, which section of any speed run during the marathon did you anticipate difficulties with, but actually nail? And which areas did you, uh, unexpectedly struggle with? And they say cough, big octo cough. <laughs> oh, 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 I forgot about that too. Oh my God. Yeah. There was a lot of like downfall <laughs> time for me. Um, I'd say I did really good with Breath of the Wild. Um, I hadn't speedrun that game in a year, but I did really good with all the Divine Beasts, so I nailed that, and that was awesome. But yeah, uh, Ocarina of Time and then Tower 5, 6 to the end of Spirit Tracks were pretty bad, but it was still okay. I still had a good time. Uh, okay, so to build on my answer, I was not expecting as much trouble with Spiel. But to be fair, I, I don't think I'd ever really, like, speed run that game before so i that was kind of a rude awakening i um i was expecting maybe i wasn't i shouldn't say i was expecting but i was nervous about the volvagia fight because when i was practicing yeah i've i fought volvagia and he killed me and i was like that's weird he never kills me i did it again and he killed me a second time and i did it again and he killed me a third time and i was like what the hell is going on here like how's this guy beating me and so i did it a fourth time and i beat him but then my 3ds died so i was like oh my god so I did it a fifth time, and I finally vanquished this guy. So I was I was pretty nervous actually when I got to. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was. Yeah, just I like, remember you struggling. 
I was like, but don't mess up, fine. don't mess up. Well, yeah, I, I, I got him on my first try in there, and I don't know, I don't know what happened to me while I was playing, like, when I was practicing, but I was like, I was sitting there just like, oh god, I can't do this. I just mentioned City in the Sky wasn't as much of a slog as it was, uh, or had been in previous years. Um, I can't think of anything other that I, like, feel like I struggled with. Uh, you know what I struggled with, actually, was, uh... So I was playing on Catherine's gamepad on the Minish Cap, and on my gamepad, the big R trigger is roll, and the small R trigger is, it opens up the eShop, and on hers, it's reversed. So I was rolling, and it was like, doo-doo, doo-doo. I was like, what is happening here? Like, I'm way behind, and it took me a while to clue in, but... Uh... Yeah, that was a struggle. That's hilarious. I, I thought it was so funny because, I, again, I was listening, and I remember you telling a couple of the new people to that to that Minish Cap thing. You were like, just don't open the, the oh. eShop menu. And then you did it. Four <laughs> I like, times. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Four times. But, like, when I did it a second time, I was like, I'm not this dumb. Like, something is wrong here. And then I did it a third time. I was like, what is – so I looked at – and I was like, these have to be reversed. So I pressed the one on my gamepad that opens up the menu. And sure enough, I rolled. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even know you could reverse those. I didn't, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> there you go. So funny. Um, my Eager Eyes asks, each marathon evolves year over year. Any early ideas for 2023's iteration? Uh, so that's not really a question for us. That's a question for the, you know, the people in charge. But I will say... I pushed for the champions ballad for next year because I want to fight Monk yep. Maz Kushia. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool to like, you know, aside from doing like a speed run or like any kind of like specific run of Breath of the Wild outside of Bingo, we could do champions ballad. That would be super yeah. awesome. And I, th I think you would do it separate from like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Breath of the Wild Bingo. Totally. Um, I also pushed for Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love. Oh, for next okay. year. I pushed it. I pushed it for this year, actually. But uh, we had to scrap the Tingle game this year, which was a travesty. Mm. Was it, though? Oh, I thought it was. Ah, oh, okay. It was then. Actually, I was okay with it because I was supposed to get up at like... It was, yeah, was, it was like, like 3 a.m. or something. And I was supposed to do yeah. commentary. And I looked and there was like the Wind Waker at 3. I set my alarm and there's like Wind Waker going on. And I was like, I'm going back to bed. And, yep. uh, yeah, slept through. Didn't know if we, I didn't know we canceled it until the next day. So yep. it worked out. Um, all right. A couple more. I think there's only two more questions here. Uh, Paper Origami asks, which game was your favorite game that you played at the marathon? This is an easy one. I think Ocarina of Time for me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my favorite game. I will say I really, uh, like I enjoy playing Minish Cap because of the format. I think it's really mm. fun, and that's one of my favorite games. I really, you know what? Every year, I come away thinking like, how awesome is Four Swords Adventures? I, like honestly, every year I'm just like, this game is so awesome. Like, it's, it's a lot a, of fun. It's a blast to play four people, and it can be a chaotic like work against each other kind of game. It can be a very strategic like work together kind of game. It can. It's a really fun solo game. It's just like a very versatile Zelda game, and it sucks that it is like landlocked on the GameCube. Like they yeah. need to get that thing out of there and put in some online play or whatever. It's just like th that game is so fun. And every year I play that, I come away and I'm just like, this game is like, man, this game is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that that's one. Yep. Um, all right. 
Uh, Paper Origami also asks, what are your thoughts on Breath of the Wild 2 likely being at the marathon next year? Well... Is that a Zelda percentages question? I don't think it's very likely. So what is your percentage then? 30%. 30 percent that it makes it for July 2023. I feel the same because even if it came out, like if they said spring and they waited until June because spring is still in June until the 21st. Right. I still don't think we would play Breath of the Wild 2 at the Marathon. Well, I don't no, know. I, when- if Breath of the Wild 2 is released, I think there we will absolutely play it. But like it wouldn't be any kind of like gimmick or like it would just be a couple people playing the game. Yeah. Ugh. Which- I mean, I can I can understand the appeal, but I can also not because what if people are like, "Oh, I don't want spoilers." Well, I think you know? just don't watch. But um I don't know. I, I'm not I convinced it's going to be out by July. I'm really I, I think it will be out by July, but I don't know about the percentage of playing it, that the percentage of playing it at the marathon will be very high. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. One last question from Corey Richmond here. And I've got an answer <laughs> for you, buddy. How does it feel knowing that if I hadn't gotten knocked back into a rope and game over it, I would have knocked you out minish cap. You know what, buddy? I said this in discord and I'm going to say it again. The truly skilled don't get knocked back. We are the ones who knock. Allison, you've never seen Breaking Bad, have you? Nope. God, that line would have been so it would have been so good if you'd have seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> Sorry. So good. Oh man. Um Alright. That was our impromptu QA. This is a impromptu show. We don't really talk about much. We just kinda you know, we Rehashed. just kinda hung out. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Um anything you wanna sign off on before we jam on out of here, Al? Um, I think, you know, this was a nice chill episode and we had a nice chill time at the marathon. Next week, we'll be back at our usual shenanigans and yes. until then, you know? Um, let's see. I had written a, a list of stuff that we were going to talk about here in the future, but... Uh, was it like here, Final yeah, Castle? Yeah, here we go. We're going to be ranking the best Final Castles in here the series. Um, yeah next week and uh we're gonna be doing some outfit we're gonna be doing a couple rankings here outfits and breath of the wild we're gonna be talking about blossom tales too fall brawl is gonna be right around the corner and uh of course if that fabled nintendo i told my wife if uh so i'm gonna be in italy in september but if they announce like a nintendo direct and breath of the wild 2 is shown which it has to be I will phone in from Italy. You can record me and we'll do the Zelda cast live from Florence or whatever. So, uh, here's <laughs> okay. hoping. um, but yeah, that is, uh, that is all coming up on the show in the next couple weeks. Uh, that is it for today. We are going to get out of here, but, uh, thank you all for, for tuning in during the marathon for our live show, for all your awesome reviews, donations, all that stuff. Uh, we certainly appreciate all of it. Don't forget to ask me a question for the Spateri Show over on Twitter. And uh, don't forget to check us out over on Twitter at the TheZeldaCast. I am at Spateri316 and Al is at Allison Aletha. And uh, like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. Tell them where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. That is it. That is all. We will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye.